0: Welcome to That Geek Pod. I'm Catherine, and here today I'm with royalty. <laughs> King Only to Tom. a
1: certain few people. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. It's, it's, it's awesome to be here.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fantastic to have you. Um, so it was a bit of a last minute call up because Melbourne had a bit of a last minute snap lockdown, and all of a sudden my weekend suddenly opened up. Because it's Valentine's Day here. Oh, yeah. And I was meant to be in a screening of Star Wars The New Hope right now.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, these things happen, right? It,
1: it's one of those things you can watch from home, though. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. I don't, you know, like, I don't, like, the last movie I saw was probably this weekend a year ago with Rise of Skywalker. I don't even remember what it's like going to a (laughs) movie other than that.
0: Yeah. My first movie experience back was um, Wonder Woman 1984. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. That was not great.
1: (laughs) That's what I've heard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You haven't even tried it? No.
1: uh, We don't have HBO Max and very averse to going out to the the movie theaters. and. I thought the first one was a good movie, but I had some problems with it. Yeah. In terms of how they portrayed one of the villains, and the basically, I didn't like the fact that was was it uh, Doctor Poison.
0: Oh uh, yes, yeah, yes, I think
1: the, so. Yeah, the because she had the mask and uh, she had a facial deformity, and it felt like she was evil because they had that and. I have, I have a daughter who was born with cleft lip and cleft palate. Oh. And, like, yeah. when I first heard, you know, Wonder Woman's coming out, I'm like, oh, she, that'd be great for her. But then my wife and I watched it beforehand. And that's the type of thing that my daughter would be very sensitive to. Yeah.
0: yeah. D- DC just gets things a bit wrong all the time, don't they?
1: That's, yeah, that's kind of the their the, the rap, rap about DC. <laughs> I, I've heard Birds of Prey is good. Um, and they've had, you know, Aquaman and Shazam had some good parts too. But yeah, overall, although yeah. the thing is, I, I get I get pegged because I'm not a DC person. I'm a Marvel person. I don't want to bash on DC. I really don't. <laughs> I want their movies to do well. I want the DC fans to enjoy them.
0: That's the thing. Like, growing up, Batman was the, the person. You know, if there was the mm-hmm. Tim Burton Batman, then the animated series Batman, I mean, Yes, of course, the 60s TV mm-hmm. show Batman. You know, like So Batman was the man. Right. And we come, yes, we've had the, the great Dark Knight you know, trilogy, mm-hmm. but then, yeah, it just hasn't quite culminated in, in something fantastic, although Shazam was great fun. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's it for them so far.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit weird why. Why? But, um, you know, when with Wonder Woman, when I sort of came out of it and the thing I was sort of most excited about was Kristen Wiig's boots. And I was very emotional about Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. you know, being a father in that. But that was because I was like four days out from the last episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, right. So that was it. That was my connection to Wonder Woman,
1: nineteen eighty four. Yeah, I might catch it sometime, but it's it's not one of those things. <laughs> i Have been in any you know rush to go, rush to go see?
0: No, no. Um. Now, most people would know you, um. You know, so I first met you in person at Echo Base, at yes. uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago, and mm-hmm. we were sort of introducing ourselves. And you said Tom, and it took me a while to go, hang on, King Tom. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was great fun. That oh, Chicago, that was brilliant times.
1: It, it was it was great and overwhelming. In the best of ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yes, overwhelming. Like that was the first big con I went to and yeah, it was it was huge. Because things here in Australia just aren't as big. We mm-hmm. they're just not as big. Um but yeah, that was huge and over five days and mm-hmm. And meeting all of our internet friends in person.
1: Yeah, that that was. I mean, I had fun in the panels, but being and meeting, being with and meeting people yeah. was the, the definitely the best
0: part. Yeah, yeah. But um, now people know you from Sith List, mm-hmm. and of course Blue Harvest, and our Steel Wars Patreon pages. Yeah. Which you're known for reading the books in such a quick time, <laughs> and then you know leading us all all through it with the discussion. Mm-hmm. I'm rereading uh, Life of the Jedi at the moment because I originally read it on my iPad. Okay. Um, now, I, now I have a um, a paperback copy of it to read to see if I connect with it differently. And yes, I am. Yeah, we haven't got got into the dark yet, or oh, not into yeah into the dark. Yeah. We haven't got that yet.
1: Really, it's um, it's it's good. It's it's a bit different from because if you've read Claudia Gray's other books, it's a bit mm. different from her other books. There, there are connections because one of the things I uh, she has little things that she brings up throughout her works, and there aren't as many. There there is a big one. Um but it, it's a lot like light of the jedi where there's a lot of new characters. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. um it it it's it's good though. I
0: enjoyed cool. it. Cool. Cool. That's but my it's, little I think this- it's
1: probably the closest to a horror movie that we've had yet in Star Wars. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh,
0: that's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah the whole High Republic has just come out in books and comics, which is that their integrated way is really an interesting way of releasing a whole new time spectrum. You know how mm. how are you getting your head around you know this this new time?
1: That's a good question. I I feel like I'm still trying to tackle it because everything is new. Yeah, you know we know there's Yoda and there's the possibility of other characters that we've met before. Um, But a lot of, you know, I know we have the novels, we have the comic books, but as far as like, so I'm trying to focus on what we have and eventually I'm I'm going to go back and reread everything just because I feel like, like, even though I I, I feel like I read it carefully the first time, even though I read it quickly, just because that's how I read (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there's still a lot of new characters and some things you don't realize about people until the end of the book. So I'm looking forward to going back and rereading them. Um, something that's helped me are those little, the little video clips that they, that the star Wars Twitter account has put out about, yeah. you know, Chancellor Lelina. So she has these two space tigers <laughs> and this and that. Um, so the, I feel like they should have been doing a little bit more of that. Earlier on, yeah, and do something on like because they have the um the Christina Ariel uh, High Republic show. Does it have a name? I don't think so. I think it's Mm -hmm. just the High Republic show. Um, but I think that that's that's a good idea, Uh, and I like how we're getting art. I think having the art helps because so much of this is new. But put some of that stuff on Disney Plus too.
0: Definitely, um, and there was that fan produced. I think it's fan produced that you know f- picture of yeah. all the Jedi characters and how they connect to each other. That's been very handy.
1: Yeah, um, and they they've done little things like that for some of the other books, like the uh, the latest Thrawn novel, the one that takes place in ship space. Yeah, uh, they had they had one of the like a list of characters, and because their family structure is like their governmental structure like who's related to who and I think I think you're absolutely right it's great that we have that from the fans but something like that from Lucasfilm probably should have been part of it too
0: yeah Uh, I love um, reading biographies of you know know, royalty like back in the 1500s like Tudor Mm -hmm. time it's just I love it so for me I love having the family trees just all laid mm-hmm. out so you can really see the families and things. So that's mm-hmm. a reference point within the book. Obviously in a physical book, it's much easier to flick around if they've yeah. got it in the front or the back of the book mm-hmm. than in an e-book. I can't believe you read on your phone. <sighs> <It's>, I, <sighs> I, I got
1: into the habit uh, because I, 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 yes, I read at work sometimes and or you know, back when I, I've, I've been lucky enough to be able to work from home for the past almost year, uh, but I would just have my phone and, and just read at work if it was slow, and then I'd go out to lunch and I have my phone with me. I'd eat, you know, eat lunch and read, and it just <laughs> I just got so used to it.
0: Yeah, I think I've read part of you know books on phones, and you know the most successful time was when I was babysitting and having to hold a child and, and have a <laughs> phone in one hand. That was that was an easy way to read.
1: Yeah, the the other thing I, I do that that's that the phone it, it, it's helpful for is you know I, I use Google Play and um, they you can hold down and highlight text and you can highlight a bunch of text and it will save the text you've cop you've highlighted to your Google Drive. Okay. So it, it, like I have notes on books. In my so, if I want to go back, you know, I can just say, "Oh, this came from there," so I don't have to have a highlighter and mess up the book that I bought, or I don't have to keep a separate notebook with my poorly written, handwritten notes.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, separate notebook! Yeah, I'm trying to be I'm a
1: minimalist f- sometimes.
0: Uh, yeah, Well, looking around my my room, no, I'm not a minimalist, and this isn't even my um my big cabinet.
1: Well, we, um, we have a very, we, we live in a small house and we are moving in the summer and, uh, I, I, in the back of my head, I have ideas for the space. So as much as I say, <laughs> I'm a minimalist now, just, just wait. Oh yeah. Just, you know, yeah. I, I, I even have a little space in my head that I'm going to be podcasting in and like the things right now there's, you know, the side of a fireplace and dining room behind me, but I have ideas. Oh, I have ideas. oh Yeah.
0: I, I can't resist, you know. Every time I um look at, you know, house plans like, or I'm on um you know real estate website, I look at the house plans and go, where would the studio be? <laughs> you know, where can I put my collection?
1: You know, they don't they don't really have uh, that called out in house plans. It should be you know two bedrooms, two baths, one podcast studio.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Come on, move it up to the um twenty first century. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, you know, we all need that real work from home space now. Mm-hmm. So they need to incorporate it better. Yeah,
1: they should. They should.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking the major thing that's sort of out at the moment is WandaVision. And mm-hmm. I've been loving the Sith lists um, reaction videos and then the breakdown videos that Thank come. You few hours later mm-hmm. they're, they're great for me because i'm i'm not a comics reader mm-hmm. i mean i used to watch the x-men cartoon back in the 90s mm-hmm. but um and i've read articles on things but you guys really you know pick up on stuff it's fantastic
1: thank you Yeah it's it's, it's a lot less is so smart when it comes to comics and he i mean he know he knows a ton but I kind of checked out of comics for a while, you know, from about 2000 until about six or seven years ago. So there's just this, and Les is really good with that one area that I'm not so great at. So it, it, yeah. it, it, it's a lot of fun having him there to talk to about that.
0: Yeah. So you, are you enjoying Vision?
1: I am. Um, you know, like I, like I said before, I'm, I'm a Marvel fan. So I went into it knowing I would like it but it's it's they're doing it so well. Yeah. And it's it's not that's not the fan part of me that's that's saying that. It's a it's a compelling series that that's taking a lot of chances and there's there're just huge mysteries about it and th- they're making it compelling. I can't wait to wake up early on Friday morning <laughs> and watch it. You know, I, d- I did that for the Mandalorian and I did it because it was Star Wars and I loved it. I was so glad I did it. And I'm like, well, maybe WandaVision I'll do it for the first episode or sec, you know, first or second and then see. But, you no, know, every week I'm up at 5.30 watching because um, here it doesn't start until 3 a.m. We're out on the West Coast where Araj and Les are. It's midnight for them. Yeah. And then they, I don't know, I don't know how they do it, but they turn around and then we record it at like, I think seven or six their time.
0: Oh God. Yeah. 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 For whatever reason, Australia, well, East coast of Australia with daylight savings time, we're getting it 7pm Friday night. Okay. It's, it's like the perfect time.
1: It is, it is. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and that's like I, I mentioned in our, our conversation before the podcast. Um, when we were texting each other about this, I can I'm, I'm usually good with math and numbers, but I cannot <laughs> figure out time zones when it comes to Australia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's apps for that these days. Um, but yeah, we're yeah we're like a few hours behind seemingly, mm-hmm. but a day ahead. So. It's mind-bending in that way,
1: right? Yeah, it's it's it, that, That's why I'm. You said the graphic that was very helpful, and I can't I can't figure it out without the internet, and even then, I have to double check.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. Um, as part of the Year Twelve subject I teach, um, we have I have to teach about like time zones and okay. changing time, mm-hmm. and you know, kids today, um, they don't know anything about changing the clocks for for when they travel they've never had the getting out of a plane and changing your watch because Mm -hmm. your phone just automatically changes time
1: yeah i guess i guess so something i'm gonna have to teach my kids (laughs) you know it used to be you know but growing up Whenever they would change daylight saving time to regular time, you'd have to go go around the house and change all the clocks. And now I think for us it's just the clock on our stove. Same.
0: Mm-hmm. Same. That's the only one in the house yeah. that 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 in the car that mm-hmm. I sometimes I change the car, sometimes I'm just like, nah, you'll be an hour out. It's mm-hmm. all good. I the always- minutes are more important.
1: Yeah, I always keep the car ten minutes ahead. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> well, if you're like me, that frantic, I should have left ten minutes ago every morning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not a morning person, so no, I'm I congr- I'm not either. I congratulate you on your getting up early to watch.
1: Thank you. That that that's how you know I really like it. And the thing is, now I I don't. I don't know if we're getting the Bad Batch next or Falcon Winter Soldier next, but I'm gonna be waking up early for either one of those. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think Falcon Winter Soldier they're saying March. Yeah, yeah. And I I can't remember a date on Bad Batch, but maybe May.
1: Maybe because I don't I don't think we'll be able to get Bad Batch between the end of WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. No. I don't see that happening.
0: No. Um, they'll try to spread their content out to keep their subscribers.
1: Right. right. Yeah. Well, who knows? You know, maybe some at some point in the future, some of these series we might be getting two of them in one week.
0: Well, the amount of content they're talking about you kind of think they have to at some yeah. stage. Um, obviously not two Star Wars in the same week, you would think, right? And maybe not two Marvels in the same week, but they'd have to double up on the big franchises at some stage, even if it's just a small overlap.
1: Yeah, which which I would be fine with, and I'm sure. You know, I I only watched the parts of that Disney presentation. Related to Marvel and Star Wars, but I, they have other shows they're coming out with. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was in class when that was coming on, wow. and so you know, at the end of class, my phone was just filled with notifications about Andor. It's called Andor, Catherine.
1: Right. Oh, I guess you you weren't able to see the uh, the sizzle reel live.
0: Not live. I watched later <laughs> and cried. Um, It was so good, though. Like, that was, it was real sizzle because there was nothing. Mm -hmm. There was nothing. But we got to see the scale of the production and the sets and things. Mm -hmm. And it didn't look like they're doing much on the volume, but that could be deceptive.
1: Right, I've seen so, I haven't seen all of them because I hear there's a lot of them out, but I guess shots of this village or whatever it is they've built and it just looks like there's yeah, they're making so much even though in everything else they talk about how great the volume is and how much work they are able to do in there.
0: Yeah. It was the village is called Little Marlow, I think. <laughs> and yes, I looked up how to get there from London on the train. <laughs> Because of course I did. Right. I can't get to London, but you know I've got a plan for the future.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said they. What is it? Is it because of what Alan Tudyk said, or I don't know if that's the one thing, but they said it might go more than one season. So.
0: See, i I never thought that it wouldn't go more than one season. I've phrased that really badly. I've never thought that it. Would be just one season because right. of the way they describe like Obi Wan, you know, being limited series. Mm-hmm. And even some of the other like Marvel stuff, have they described them as limited series?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, I think, I think that's a very good point. Um, I think it's just TV is so different now because they have mm-hmm. that liberty to either say, okay, this is going to be an ongoing until we can't think of anything else to do with it anymore or we're just going to have five or 10 episodes and that's it. Yeah.
0: And what I like about um, what they do on Disney plus is that all the episodes seem to be a different length. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll just go, right. This episode, we need 30 minutes. This episode will need 42 minutes and it just depends on the story.
1: Yeah. I, I like that too. Although there's one thing you can always count on the credits of Wanda vision being like 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: They are very long they and are. I sit there through all of them because Marvel has trained me to do that.
1: Right. And There has not been one <laughs> post credit scene yet, but yeah. The, the, and I, I definitely think the people who make the show should be recognized, but it's like every single week it's this, you know, you think there's <laughs> so much left of the show and then it's just credits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Vision, I'm, Loving it. I mean, I I love sitcoms, mm-hmm. especially of the eighties. But you know, seeing how they've worked all the different sitcoms in and how they've adjusted the sets every week is 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 fascinating. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know the the eighties was family ties all the way, mm-hmm. except without the sha la <laughs> How can you not have the sha la? I it's-
1: I will agree that that is a part the biggest part of the family times the family ties theme song but like that was one of those shows that i was kind of forced into watching and i think i'm resentful of it
0: <laughs> no it was i think i remember it prime time but i i think i mostly remember it for like your 4 35 o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. um being on and watching it and I blame Family Ties for me using the word like all the time because there was this episode mm-hmm. where Jennifer, you know, wanted to become popular and the mm-hmm. popular girls all say like, like mm-hmm. all the time. And so I think I adopted that from that episode.
1: I think a lot of the girls in my school did too.
0: Yeah. And it's it keeps on going. We're talking a lot of years later mm-hmm. and people still do it. Mm-hmm. Family ties, lasting impact.
1: Yeah. And and it carried over to WandaVision.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I liked with WandaVision is they've been very brave. Like first two episodes, they really gave nothing out. It mm-hmm. was just the sitcom with a few seconds at the end. Mm-hmm. And it was only the third episode that we started to go, oh, hang on. And for them to hold their powder, as it were, mm-hmm. for that many episodes, well oh, done, well done. Yeah, well done. You know, to give us nothing but just enough to keep us hooked in. They they knew what they were doing, but it was brave of them not to go headfirst into into something earlier on.
1: Yeah, i I think so. They definitely because you're kind of wondering why or what is the point of this the whole time. And and then, then when they went in with the reveal, they start off with the the blip. I always get it confused, you know, the snap <laughs> reversal, the blip or whatever, but, you know, Monica coming back yeah, together, basically.
0: Yeah, that was... God, because it's funny, in um, Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. they deal slightly with everyone returning with that you know, bit of footage at the basketball game or yeah. something of the marching band but then yeah in one we see more of it and we start to really think about oh people are just returning where they were and God that's got so many consequences and mm-hmm. it's just it's mind-blowing and yeah we're seeing it in one division mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: that and but, a, um and then like the real world effects of what it was like for people who had been around the whole time mm. in this this last episode with with hayward saying you he told monica you don't know what it was like this whole time without you yeah
0: mm. a bit of a dick move can i just say
1: yeah the, he, he pulled a few of those
0: but yeah <laughs> Oh, I wanted her to punch him so hard in that moment. Mm-hmm. That you, you don't, no, no. Yeah. At least Darcy to punch him. Come on, Darcy would do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone deserves a shot on him by the the the, 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 <laughs> season, the season finale.
0: So yeah, that line up, line up. Get your punching.
1: That, that's that's all the final episode is gonna be. The the story's gonna be done in eight episodes. <laughs> Ninth is everyone's lined up to punch Hayward.
0: Woodwatch. Yeah. Me too. Woodwatch. Yeah, it's you know, as I said, I'm not into the comics, but it's um it's a great way to learn about things and I'm learning about you know, things that have happened in the comics and what they are bringing in. Mm -hmm. But of course, a couple of episodes back was um, when we saw Quicksilver from the Mm X-Men. That was mind blowing for me.
1: It was. Uh, It it was like, it was mind blowing in the same way that seeing Luke Skywalker was mind blowing in the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And in the, this last episode, he talks about his memories more like he is the MCU um, Pedro, but yeah, you still got to think: is this the way of tying mutants? Is this the start of something?
1: I want to. I want to say it is just because the X Men are my favorite comic book series. And so I've, for the most part, I liked most of the Fox movies, except for the last two. Yeah. But I really want them to come in and I want them to be stars in the MCU. So I want that to happen, but the more he stays around, the less I think that's likely to happen. And I am kind of glad that that's not the case because... He was one of the few things from this last batch of X-Men movies that I would want to see continued anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those X-Men movies are... Yeah, First Class and Days of Future Past, Mm -hmm. that were fantastic. Yes. Yes. Acropolis. Mm, Apocalypse, that was not good. No, it had a not even. It had moments. The Quicksilver was the moment. Um, yeah. I don't didn't even see um, Dark Phoenix. Oh, da- didn't uh, even see
1: it. Dark Phoenix made X Men Three a good movie. Ooh, and it just the the whole Dark Phoenix thing is something that and, and uh, Emily uh, uh, was talking about this on the Cannibalite Dispatch. So I'm kind of using her words. Uh, just because yeah. you know, I was listening on Friday, and it, it's so fresh in my mind. Dark Phoenix story is a story that took years to tell in the comics, and you're trying to yeah. jam it all into to one movie here. But they did it twice, yeah. and first of all, that's that's not the way to do it, especially the second time. But also, the, the Dark Phoenix movie was like two hours of. First of all, it was just the tone was wrong. Um, hmm. It was very downbeat and, and depressing, but most of the movie was like, that's your power, well this is my power. Uh, and then I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> and it was like it was like a video game of this power against this power and which one wins. And that's not what a superhero movie is supposed to be.
0: No. No. It's Yeah. And they kept delaying it. Out. It's never a good sign. No. But no. but I remember them talking about the making of this movie. It was it was meant to fix X-Men 3, like do the story properly, but obviously it
1: did not. No, it did it not at all. And yeah, I think I think that was part of their problem. I mean, it, they had a lot of problems, but I think yeah. they were trying to because days of future past Kind of sewed up that whole timeline, and then they yeah. do they do the apop- apocalypse movie, and then they go into Dark Phoenix all over again. And they just should have ignored it and tried moving on and doing something else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because they, they didn't
1: delay it enough.
0: No, it should
1: still be coming out in a few years.
0: <laughs> well, would Fox still have? I suppose Disney controls Fox, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, were, like Fox were holding on to to X-Men movies and to keep control or they kept making them just to keep control weren't they?
1: Yeah, and even like right before the sale, they were still commissioning scripts because there was a there was a story that they were going to do a movie about Kitty Pride. Mm. And they had commissioned a comics writer to to write a script for that. And there were other projects that they were going to be doing, even up to, the sale went through because I think their their thing is obviously their company, and until someone buys them, you know, you never know if that sale could go through or not. Yeah. But also, I think there's a sense of the people working there; they want to show that, hey, we still have projects we can do, and we'd love to do them for you, which yeah. makes them more employable. I could, I could see that, but it's still like we really need a Kitty Pride movie, and i I think i I think we do, but I'd like to see it done the right way.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, most definitely. Yeah, so my way into X-Men was the 90s cartoon. Okay. So, yeah, so yes, I did love Kitty Pride and Gambit. Um, we haven't got Gambit in any of the X-Men properties, have we?
1: No. Um, he... I... See, I haven't seen the first two Wolverine movies. Wolverine solo movies or yeah I should say I have not seen the first two Wolverine movies sober I don't really (laughs) remember what I've seen of them and um at some point it was rumored that that Channing Tatum was going to be Gambit Mm. but that never that movie that was one of those movies that kind of got lost in the shuffle after Disney bought Fox
0: yeah yeah like Ryan Reynolds is sort of Come out, and Deadpool have come out here you know, on top. Of it seemingly mm-hmm. like, was he. He was was Deadpool like owned by Fox. Well, that- he,
1: he was a mutant related character because he was in one of. He started off in New Mutants, which was one of the X Men books. So that's yeah. why they had uh, access to him, and then they used him in one of the badly. In one of, yeah, very badly in one of the Wolverine. Badly
0: movies. and Ryan... Ryan Reynolds was playing him there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. But it's it's
1: yeah. you if you look at at that and that that was a movie that got made because Ryan Reynolds you know, he did that sizzle reel on his own. Yeah. The the, the it was the car scene and that got the movie greenlit. And that is the only thing aside from uh, Evan Peters is is Quicksilver. That is the only thing that Disney has kept of the Fox years. The X Men.
0: <laughs> You've got to think that. I mean, depending on availability, they'd be tempted to think about you know McAvoy and um, oh, what's his name? Fassbender. Yeah, Fassbender.
1: Yeah, I I would I would love to see them too. Um, I, I just don't. I want the stories being new Yeah. where I, I would want the same characters, but I want the stories being new. The only other thing that that, that would kind of give me pause is that, you know, the, these, they're great actors and they've played the roles in four movies now.
0: Hmm.
1: How much, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't have any information, but <laughs> would they want to keep doing them for another 10 years or more?
0: Yeah. That's always the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is always the shame when you get like really good actors in these roles mm-hmm. and it's always dependent on how much longer do they want to do things for. Right. The public wants them, but do they want to keep doing it is because the question.
1: I think that's a lot of what of what we saw with the 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 sequel trilogy cast, especially, you know, John Boyd and Daisy, Daisy Ridley there, they, it feels to me like they're burnt out because they did three movies in a six year span, not even five years. Um, And I'm sure that because after, after the rise of Skywalker came out, they were, they were both very much, you know, we're, we're walking away from star Wars for now. And how much of that is because, they did this so intensely.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure that intense nature of it has a huge part to play. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not just making the movies; it's then the publicity tours and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, John Boyega, but especially Daisy Ridley, would really want to be making other things. Like this yeah. was Daisy's huge breakout role. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to make other things. You know, Adam Driver, he's he was establishing himself already before it and he's made so many things. He's using he's a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, he is.
0: And so, you know, he's not really typecast and he has a career, whereas I'm sure Daisy's like, yeah, I'm burnt out from making Star Wars, but I want to capitalize on it and make other things
1: right and then and then as soon as star wars happens the world goes into a pandemic and the amount of opportunities are not what they used to be
0: yeah yeah like um so currently in australia they're filming thor love and thunder Mm -hmm. and there's i'm sure there's other productions taking place um was it Late last year, Liam Neeson was filming a movie here in Melbourne. In fact, there was one that there was a few scenes that was being filmed in Noble Park, which in Melbourne is like a bit of a a rundown suburb. So it was very, very funny. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, Australians love, you know, big American movies filming here in Australia Mm -hmm. and are spotting, all the little Australian things like in The Matrix, there's this one, you know, panning shot over Sydney. And just in the middle is just the Commonwealth Bank sign,
1: which okay. is our biggest
0: bank in, in Australia. And it, yeah, I just cracked up when I saw that. Yeah. So I think they they're making a number of things here because relatively you know we are can make things without that, with some, you know, restrictions in place, but there's all lots of free movement. You know, we've right now airing is uh, an Australian amazing race that was all filmed in Australia. Sure, we've just had six episodes just in one state, but and now we'll have another six episodes in, well, a territory, but another state. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're adapting and we're, Apparently they're about to film another season of Survivor in Outback Queensland. So, yep, bring your productions down to Australia, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. We'll make it all.
1: Is is there supposed to be a, a, a Star Wars something in production down there?
0: Well, I think we're getting they're building a volume in okay. Sydney because. There's Fox Studios in Sydney where they filmed episode two and three. Mm-hmm. So they already own that and apparently they're going to build a volume there. So you think with three volumes, like in LA, London, Sydney, they can be, you know, producing, like making shows simultaneously
1: yeah. all
0: around the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we always, I mean, it was Perhaps hopeful thinking, but we thought that Obi-Wan might have been shot here right. just because, you know, we've got the desert. Um, you know, episode two and three were filmed here. So come on, this is where, you know, young Uncle Owen lives.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard the stories of the magazine spread and everything.
0: Oh, oh Jack Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, good old Jack Johnson. Yeah, he's... that's that's, uh,
1: that's um not Owen, but his father.
0: Yeah, Lars. Lars. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Clee Cleege Which... Lars.
0: Clee Lars. Yeah. Um, he's the most Australian man ever. So hear him trying an American accent just sends Australian audiences into hysterics. It... Mm-hmm. So I've seen him as American in Star Wars and in um, Broken Arrow. Do you remember th- I that? I do remember movie? that movie
1: with um, was it Christian... Uh, Christian Slater and John Travolta?
0: Yes, I liked that yes. movie. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, let's see. Why would I watch that movie? Christian Slater. Um, <laughs> yes, but yeah, Jack Thompson's an American gruff general. Okay. And yeah, I just can't take it seriously because <laughs> he's so Australian.
1: I haven't, I haven't seen that in probably about 15 years, but now all of a sudden I have a hankering to watch it again.
0: (laughs) Don't. Don't. (laughs) It's John Woo, isn't it? Is that John Woo?
1: I think it is.
0: Yeah. I can't remember the slow move with Dove bits in, um, in that movie, but I'm sure there is. Um,
1: Yeah. There's got to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And of course, um, Mission Impossible Two was filmed in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know the worst Mission Impossible mm-hmm. filmed in Australia.
1: I think I saw part of that one, probably possibly yeah. while while under the influence of something.
0: Yeah, it, not good, and mm-hmm. a lot of jongwu um, slow mo. <laughs> um, however, because they ran over time in filming it. Um, Dougray Scott, who was in it, had to pull out of being Wolverine in the first X-Men movie, mm-hmm. and that's why we have Hugh Jackman.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. They had to recast, and Hugh Jackman, who at that time was performing Curly um, on London stage, mm-hmm. um, he auditioned.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the, the world won in that, uh, in that yes. situation there. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. So it, again, it's you know seeing Hugh Jackman. You know, I've seen him in a couple of little Australian things, but the major thing I'd seen him in was on stage as in Beauty and the Beast, where he was Gaston. Yeah, Hugh Jackman as Gaston. That is perfect casting.
1: I, I could kind of see that. It's perfect. Although, you know, I didn't know that he could sing until probably The Greatest Showman.
0: Yes. I'd also seen him in a bit later Sunset Boulevard. Okay. Yes. The um, Andrew Lloyd Webber Sunset Boulevard. Oh, we're we're seeing a little glimpse into Catherine's musical theatre geekdom.
1: Nothing wrong with that. No. There's some good stuff there. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not as into it as as my wife and daughter are, but there I could. I could appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Even from the start, Hugh Jackman had it. You know, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman was just. So what the Hugh Jackman we see now is the Hugh Jackman we saw then. Mm. He is totally um, authentic friendly that's who he is yeah he's he's a great guy
1: i know a lot of comic book comic book fans were upset when he was first cast because they wanted wolverine to be someone short and i I just i i was not one of them honestly i didn't care who they had as wolverine because he was never at the time he was not my character um because my favorite one of the X-Men was Colossus, the big metal guy. Oh, yeah. And it felt like reading comics in the 80s and 90s that it was like the Wolverine show and everyone else was (laughs) just tagging along. So I was like, Wolverine, whatever. But really Hugh Jackman, what they did with him, especially in X2, I really came to appreciate the character because of that. Yeah. And then just to have him he did that role for what 17 years?
0: Yeah, something insane like that. Mm-hmm. And he's graded at it. he's his iconic yeah as as Logan and yeah, you the world loves him. So he's our gift to you. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I I think um I read An interview with him where he when he was doing um Boy from Oz Mm -hmm. in New York, which is an a musical based on the life of an Australian singer called um Peter Allen. Mm -hmm. So he was doing that and he was like doing like the high kicks and and like in the front row he could tell there was a whole lot of blokes there who were wearing wolverine (laughs) t-shirts. So yeah, not the kind he's of show also, they thought they were going to get. Yeah, yeah. He's also done like stadium concert tours here in Australia oh, that wow. you know we took my mum to. So he's he's well beloved mm. by young and old,
1: as he should be.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So we schedule to have i'm just trying to think what's coming up next and black widow should be next but who knows yeah they've
1: kind of given mixed. i i i definitely think it's next on the release schedule mm. and they've given but they've given mixed signals as to whether they're going to do it like they did with mulan where it's on a special tier of disney plus or that they're just going to put it out in the theaters Mm -hmm. and at this point like i will i'll go see it i'll if it's it's the type of movie where under normal circumstances i would be there opening night with my friends and my my daughter i i I, I say that, it, that it's a bit iffy now just because I don't know what the movie theater is going to be and whether I'll be vaccinated by then. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I just feel bad for them because we know what happens to Black Widow. Yeah. And this doesn't it, – it's hard to it, – I'll probably I could be proven wrong and I'm very open to being proven wrong. But it's hard to see how this fits in with moving the MCU forward.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's sort of wonder whether, you know, because it was scheduled for basically a year ago, like March 2020 or May 2020? I
1: think May 2020, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was, um, you know, so we'd had Far From Home. Mm -hmm. So then that would be the next one. And then I think... We would have started getting some of the Marvel TV shows after that, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they were supposed to wait. I think they're they're still on their original schedule in terms of TV shows. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we would have gotten the Eternals, and then Shang Chi, and so we would have had have, have had both of those movies by now.
0: Oh. But yeah.
1: I I think they switched around the order to Shang Chi first in like July and then the Eternals in November. Yeah, and even though we haven't, I'm I'm really looking forward to those just because I I was a fan of the Shang Chi, I you know Shang Chi was one of those back issue comics and I would get those every now and then and it was just different. It was it was a bit campy because it was from the seventies. And, you know, a bunch of white New York City writers and artists making a, a kung fu comic book. Um, so it, it, had its, it had its problems, but it, it was entertaining back then. And then the Eternals, my, my daughter was asking me what the Eternals were. And I, I said, I can't explain the Eternals because it's one of those things I, I don't get. Um, you know, there are a bunch yeah. of like demigods or something like that. But I'm looking forward
0: to it. Yeah, they're ones I really know nothing about, so mm. i would be intrigued to to see them. However, yeah, uh, we get them. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, so. I was saying, um, currently our movie cinemas, if they were open here, um, yeah, like the original trilogy mm-hmm. has come out, um, and they're playing them sort of like one at a time. And Which version did they few- play? Um, see, the first one I watched at um, the local sort of multiplex was Empire. So mm-hmm. that one's got the subtlest of changes. Yeah. So there was – I was looking for it, so it's definitely like a special edition, okay. but it doesn't have Luke screaming no as he falls down. Okay, um, and the Emperor talking to Darth Vader, you know, name drops Anakin Skywalker. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is that like it's Blu-ray like they took or
1: part of one? And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've I've got to be on the. I'm the person who, when they came out with those double discs of original, like laser, laser disc rips and special edition DVDs, I'm like original, and uh, they're the ones I've sort of been watching
1: okay.
0: over and over. So I'm not as familiar with all the special edition um, minutia because I know that even within the special editions. Mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. Like not even get started on (laughs) McClunky. So I was going to watch, you know, New Hope today. So I was wondering whether it was going to be McClunky.
1: Yeah.
0: And whether I just yell it in the cinema.
1: (laughs) I think you do. I think you do. Now, did, did, were there a lot of people there when you saw Empire?
0: Actually, no. So, you know, that was a win because when I saw Wonder Woman, it was packed. Mm. And, you know, they had said when you're booking tickets and on the screen before the thing, stay in your allotted seats because there will be spacing, is like there was not spacing. Mm. Um, yes, I, I did a whole complaint to the management, went, <laughs> oh, I was not happy. I kept my mask on the whole time, but... Yep. Um, But no, there wasn't that many people when I saw um, Empire. So, I mean, that was good Mm -hmm. in a way. This one, it would have been interesting to see because it was like a one o'clock in the afternoon session. So, whether there'd be more families Mm -hmm. and things or just people going, oh, it's Valentine's Day. (laughs) I'll go see Star Wars by myself. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I, I would. You know, if if it was safe to go and they were playing, I I would go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, the the cinemas here are, I think, going in the next twelve months because there's not going to be that much in the way of new releases are Mm going to limp along with some re releases or stuff that no way no would have seen a big screen, Mm -hmm.
1: um.
0: They've had a couple of Australian movie releases, so I think they're getting better viewing, you know, viewing numbers than what they ordinarily would have had, which is good for the Australian yeah. movie industry. But um, still, you think about movies like um, New Bond, so that's been pushed back. How many times? Oh yeah,
1: because that was supposed that and Black Widow are supposed to come out close to each other, and then. Push back to the summer, then November. And yeah, I, I had, they, they put tickets on sale for that one. And I, I had them and it was like maybe two or three weeks before everything was locked down over here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were um, in lockdown one at that point. (laughs) That's how um, 2020 sort of, is phased for me. There's lockdown one, mm-hmm. there's the in between times, then there's lockdown two, which was months. Yeah. Uh, so this, this shouldn't be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this little one at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope but, it stays a little for you because, uh, you know, we're not, I don't know, it's just stuff is messed up over here and in some ways it feels like it's still last March.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's why we're somewhat accepting of lockdowns and things here, Mm -hmm. is that we're like, okay, because we don't want it to get bad. Right. You don't want want to be
1: America. It's okay to say.
0: I didn't want to, but yes. (laughs) That's okay. You know, there's other countries as well we can slam on for that yeah uh but yeah like so they had the surreal i wasn't watching live but um so we've got the australian tennis on at the moment Mm -hmm. and yeah the tennis players are still going and playing tennis matches they're essential workers apparently
1: i guess so Um,
0: uh, so they had the surreal experience that at 11.30 Friday night, the umpire stopped the match to say, Spectators, you're expected to be home by 11.59. Mm. Please leave now. Mm-hmm. So the match was stopped for like 10 minutes while everyone left. <laughs>
1: did, did they continue after? Yep. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. Like the match... Finished because the players and umpires and all that are under our guidelines considered essential workers. Oh, okay. Professional athletes are considered essential workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that says something about Australia.
1: They probably would be here too. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. But um, you know, we had a lot of tennis players coming out here. And having to go through two weeks of quarantine in a hotel room, Mm -hmm. which they were not happy about. I don't think they quite realised that that means, no, no, you're locked in a hotel room for two weeks.
1: Yeah, like, and they like you can't even go to the the hotel gym or anything. You can't leave the room, as as far as I understand it.
0: Yeah, you can't leave the room. Um, and there was so some people came in and they were allowed one hour. Or two hours of um, time on the practice courts, mm-hmm. but other people, because there was positive flight, a positive case on their flight, they were then hard locked down in oh. their room, unable to get get out. And yeah, so um, which is why we're all very curious at how Novak Djokovic got really bad blisters on his right hand. Oh. Yes, we we really want to know.
1: Ah, oh, yeah,
0: hmm. yep. I'll just leave that there. Yeah, that's a bit of um, geek dudes territory, probably. Probably,
1: <laughs> probably we should ask, ask ask them next for next their next episode.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I've I've got to listen to that. but um, they usually record friday night so mm. i think they might have had to wrap things up quickly oh, to yeah. um yeah I
1: don't, for
0: them to get home
1: right i i sent in something because it was uh, chris's birthday uh mm. but i don't know if i sent it in before or after they recorded uh so if if you don't get it for a few weeks happy birthday chris fresh
0: <laughs> happy birthday fresh mm-hmm. yes um so thank you so much for joining me. It was a bit last minute and we both had technical problems. Yeah. yeah. Which turning it off and turning it on again worked.
1: Yeah. For, for some of the problems. My, my headphones them. still have yet to surface, but I, I'm getting new ones.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Now, uh, where can people find you?
1: Uh, I am Tom Chansky on Twitter, and then every week on the Sith List, and then like like you mentioned earlier, I do Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and the Bad Motivators. Oh
0: yes, Bad Motivators, where you break down um comics. Yes,
1: with Rashad Ooh. and Luke, and uh, yeah, we, we we have too much fun with that. <laughs> Rashad also knows his comics, so it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I do like, you know, when you're reading the um, sound effects oh, yeah. that come up on the page.
1: We have, we have so many little fun gimmicks with that show that, that sometimes I forget
0: them just
1: because, <laughs> either, that, either just because there's so much going on that the, the three of us talk about, or because they're like, we have lot, we'll record a few issues at a time. And we mean to spend like 15 minutes on each one, but each one ends up being an hour. <laughs> And yeah. then it'll be like a <laughs> month or two before we record again. I'm like, oh yeah, we're doing sound effects, or you know, I, I say issue issue, not issue, something like that. <laughs> but that that's that's yeah, a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, um, and of course Sith list with the notorious Nabu. <laughs> we
1: have, you know, we haven't had one of those in a few weeks. Um, it's I, coming. It, it's, it's it's yeah. It's waiting for me. I know. But... <laughs>
0: Well, I'm um, at That Geek Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm also at Catherine underscore Nien. Go the underscore. <laughs> I love it now. I'll embrace it forever. That Geek Pod will return.